Hello, wonderful person listening. I hope you're having a good day. If you are or not, let's bond through life experiences. I just want to remind you that you're not alone. There are many things I realized this week because of the conversations I had with others around me. I had so many topics I wanted to discuss today, but I decided on self-soothing and coping with struggles in life. I also realized a lot of things about myself this week, one of them being is that I'm really bad at coping with stress and my own struggles. Not only that, I also reflected on who I was in my past relationship and how my coping skills showed up in it. I'm beginning to understand why I stayed with someone who constantly hurt me, cheated on me, and lied to me. I will share what I learned towards the end of the episode, so please stick around until then. Okay, the topic for today is self-soothing and coping. So I decided to do a bit of research on self-soothing because I wanted to find a definition to share with all of you. But when I searched for the term, the results kind of revolved around babies and children. I'm not exactly an expert in taking care of a baby because I'm not a mother yet and I don't want to be a mother anytime soon. I still have to work on a lot of things before bringing another individual into this world. I'm going to share the definition that I found so we can see how it relates when we're talking about adults and self-soothing. So according to the website Pathways, for babies, self-soothing is usually referring to falling asleep on their own or going back to sleep when they wake up in the middle of the night. And for children, self-soothing, also called self-regulation, usually refers to emotional regulation. They learn how to recover from strong emotions, anything from sadness to anxiety to excitement, where they're able to stay calm for long periods of time. Just keep this definition in mind when I discuss how to self-soothe as an adult. I believe this is evidence that whatever we don't learn during our childhood can affect us in adulthood. This is one of the reasons why I believe creating a healthy and safe environment is needed during the stages of childhood development. Bad behaviors and trauma can show up in your adulthood, especially during any type of relationship. Okay, so specifically for adults, self-soothing deals with how we calm our bodies when we are overloaded by stress or negative emotions. I know sometimes it is easier to reach out to someone to share those overwhelming emotions, but you also have to learn to cope with those emotions by yourself. I think sometimes we get caught up with our own emotions and feel like we need someone to be there for us. So you reach out to a friend, romantic partner, or a family member because you know it helps to talk to others. I'm not saying you should never reach out to other people for help because that isn't healthy either but then you kind of create this dependency on others all the time to help you cope with your emotions this week i learned that sometimes when you rely on someone all the time emotionally it can lead to having unhealthy relationships or having a healthy styled of attachment in addition it will be difficult to leave those in your life that are toxic or hurt you because you're holding on to that person that you believe is your only source to relieve stress or to help you feel better after having a breakdown or having overwhelming emotions therefore you still have that relationship in your life because you might not think you can cope with your feelings alone but let me tell you right now you can cope with those feelings on your own once you start realizing you can cope and self-soothe yourself then it will be easier to let those unhealthy relationships go because you know you can rely on yourself during my research i was able to find a book slash article written by rachel Edens. it states that the key to find healthy self-soothing skills that help you cope versus quick fix soothing such as addictive behaviors those behaviors include being addicted to drugs alcohol and gambling Alcohol and drugs might be satisfying for a short time period because they make you feel good in the moment. 
But after that effect wears off, then it just leaves you feeling sad and unsatisfied again. If you're able to self-soothe yourself, then you'll feel good and satisfied long-term. So some of the ways that I the article discussed that you can self-soothe are breathe consciously, trying breathing exercises. Another one is visualizing a calm place or happy memory. Focus on just one thing, a noise, smell, or sensation around you. Next is get yourself some hot cocoa, coffee, soda, juice, or water. Drink your beverage slowly, focusing on the sensation of taste, smell, and temperature. The next one is give yourself a regulating hug. Place your right hand across your heart and put your palm against your body with your hand under your armpit. Take your left arm across the body towards the right and hold your own upper arm close to your shoulder for a calming self-hug. Next is light scented candles or oil. The next one is play soothing music. Burn essential oil in a diffuser. Go out into the warm sun for 15 to 30 minutes. Engage in arithmetic activities. This can include knitting, biking, swimming, and dancing. Saying a coping statement, such as, I can handle this, the feeling will pass. After talking about coping statements, there's some other words you can say to comfort yourself, and some are, I'm sorry you're going through this, I'm here for you, I love you, I know this is a difficult time for you, you are not alone. Sometimes you, it's really nice to hear this from others, but... You can also say this to yourself, and I also think it has kind of the same effect. So I definitely recommend doing this. I noticed that self-soothing can have a connection with your senses, such as touch, taste, smell, sight, and sound. Self-soothing is a coping strategy to help regulate negative or overwhelming emotion. Now I will talk about my experience with self-soothing and my lack of doing it. I know I need to learn to self-soothe and cope by myself and not rely on others when it's necessary. Like I said, there are times when you need the support from others emotionally, but not for everything. I've been doing a lot of reflecting about who I was in my past relationship and who I want to be moving forward. I know there are some things I did wrong in my past relationship and I take full responsibility for it. I'm not going to sit here and say I was always good to my ex-partner because I know that I might have hurt him at some point. I have now come to realize that I need to learn to cope with my negative emotions by myself and not rely on others all the time. In the past, I feel like I definitely relied on my sister to help me cope with my feelings. And now, I sometimes still do that, but I'm trying my best to depend on her less. Growing up as a twin, I definitely rely on my sister for emotional support all the time. And I thought it was normal, but it was not fair for my sister. Fast forward three years, I started a romantic relationship and I think I might have shifted that thought into my ex-boyfriend, who was my boyfriend at the time. And I thought I would rely on him emotionally all the time. In reality, he was barely there for me emotionally while we were dating. But the few times he was there, I held those times really close to my heart. I feel like this is one of the reasons why I stayed with a person who hurt me so much. I was giving him the time and space to show me he would be there for me emotionally. So I was waiting, but in the long run, it hurt me a lot more. I wanted to hold on to a person to help me cope with my negative emotions, which is very unhealthy to do. If I knew how to self-soothe and cope with my negative emotions by myself, then I would have definitely left the minute I found out he cheated on me. I did not leave him though because I didn't want to feel alone again and I thought I couldn't cope with my breakdowns or my overwhelming emotions without him. Now I've learned that I did not need him. I just needed the right skills to be 
there for myself. I'm beginning to slowly try to cope with my negative emotions alone. I realize that the only time I have an urge to reach out to my ex is when I get overwhelmed with my emotions. But every single time, I am able to stop myself. Reaching out to him will only let me into an unhealthy cycle being in a relationship on and off in the long run. I'm glad I finally realized that and I'm working on it. I'm beginning to cope with my emotions better and learning how to self-soothe. I know by improving these skills, it's going to definitely make a great impact in my future relationship because I will be fixing something that I know I really need to work on. If I fix it, then I know that I won't have to emotionally depend on others for anything. And I also feel like this is one of the reasons why I also, in some sense, kind of became codependent of my ex-boyfriend. But the things, like I said, he wasn't really there for me when I needed to. So it was just kind of that waiting game, waiting for him to be there and hoping that he can show me that he cared. But he never really did, and it really hurt me a lot. I want to share with all of you what I've been doing that's been helping me through my healing journey. Two methods I've been using to cope with my feelings are listening to music and journaling totally recommend for you to get a journal and write your feelings down because it helps you get your emotions out there and it's also a good way to track your process i also feel like music is a really really big thing that helps me kind of regulate my emotions and kind of calm myself down i feel like without music i wouldn't know where i would be at during the beginning of my whole breakup i definitely listen to a lot of sad music and some people might say that it's helpful others will be it's not helpful but for me it was very helpful because you kind of just feel the lyrics you feel the beat and you just kind of sit there yeah taking what you're hearing even if it's just the lyrics or just the beats to it and most of the songs that i listen to i always focus on like the melody or the different kind of beats that are going on in the song so i feel like listening to music really helps me a lot and i think but just in general listening to music really puts people in a good mood of course it depends on what type of music you listen to so those are some of the things that I've been doing. I Like I also mentioned, I journal my thoughts and I never really thought this would help me. I was very, like, how can I say this, pessimistic about doing this because I honestly didn't think it would work. But now after doing it, I really enjoy it. I can see I would write and write even if my grammar is bad. <laughs> I just write about how I feel and just different things going on in my life and it helps me kind of realize how far I've come in the last two, three months. And I'm really, really surprised that I've been doing so many things to help myself to not fall into any unhealthy lifestyles or cope in a very unhealthy way. So I feel like the list that I gave is really methods for self-soothing in a way that you can do in a healthy manner. Because like drinking and doing drugs can feel nice for a bit but it's not really the best way to cope with emotions or cope with stress and this is also one thing I learned in one of my classes I took a class about stress overall so that's one thing that I learned that it's short term with alcohol and drugs but learning different coping strategies will help you in the long run and will help and will make you feel more satisfied so yeah, with that, I just have to say, trust the process and you will definitely see a great extent of growth because I've definitely seen a lot of growth within myself in the last two months and I really can't wait to see how much I grow in the next two or three months. And I'm sure if you're going through this healing process with me or just starting your healing process, 
I just want to say that at the end, in the long run, you're going to see how much you've grown and how much you change as a person from where you're sitting at right now. Thank you so much for listening. Always strive to be better every day. See you next time. Have a wonderful day.